I find this scientifically fascinating. This is North Central Iowa's own 98.9 FM, KQCR Parkersburg, radio on the go. The following is a production of Radio on the Go Sports. Find everything all right? Yeah. Hey, clean up on aisle four. Clean up on aisle five. Clean up in produce! Did you find everything okay? Yes, we did. Oh, good. Price check on honeydew. Seven days a week. Whipped cream on aisle ten. KQCR 98.9 FM proudly presents the Brothers Market Basketball Coaches Corner. Along with our segment supporters, KQCR welcomes Brothers Market of Parkersburg and Grundy Center as our title sponsor for the weekly conversation with our local high school basketball coaches. When you need game day groceries or food for every day, shop Brothers Market, open seven days a week. Here on KQCR this morning, talk with six area coaches about their team, their players, past games, and future opponents. It's a cart full of basketball meat and produce. The Brothers Market Basketball Coaches Corner, coming down the aisle to you next on 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream through RadioOnTheGo.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Moenkel. On today's program, it's boys basketball season recaps, as there were no area boys basketball teams that made it to state, so it's the final interviews for all of these coaches. We will take a quick time out, and I'll be joined by Appleton Parkersburg boys basketball coach Aaron Thomas next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. It's a championship of savings at Brothers Market on your groceries this week. Come to Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center and save big on your groceries like red, green, or black seedless grapes for $1.69 a pound. Red Baron pizzas for $3.99. Sun-kissed mandarins, three-pound bag for just $3.99. They also have Libby's vegetables, 99 cents a can. And Brothers Market has Campbell's Chunky Soups for $2.19 and Catfish Nuggets, $1.49 a pound. There are many other championships Savings on the groceries you want and need, so shop Brothers Market in Grundy Center and Parkersburg this week. I'm now joined by Athletics Parkersburg boys basketball coach Aaron Thomas as we're recapping the 2022-23 season. Ended up being a 21-3 finish for the Falcons um, and uh, a loss in the sub-state uh, game, unfortunately. But, uh, Coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time here. Uh, can you kind of just go back and re- recap that playoff run uh, as a whole with, uh, with the two wins over West Branch and Jessup and then the, the loss to Monticello? Yeah, you know, postseason is always tough and, and no different this year. West Branch uh, brought a physical athletic team. Um, you know, we did a really good job. They came in with a point guard that had scored 41 in the game before they played us, and we really um, shut uh, shut him down. But uh, they had some other guys that stepped up, and especially, I, I can only remember their numbers, 23, um, came in, played really hard, gave us problems on the offensive glass. But I was proud of our guys. We stayed with it. We didn't shoot a great early but but throughout the game and able to stretch that lead and, and finish um and get the win and and be able to advance to uh playing jessup in the district final and uh you know go to denver um and, and that was a game where you know jack miller got hot um and hit some tough deep shots um we made a good adjustment at halftime nick Muros started to really just face guard him and limited that and um you know, it proved not one guy could beat us. Uh, he scored, he had 30-some. I know he got to the line, but I, I think he was 8 of 23. So percentage wasn't great. He made some really tough ones that, that kind of kept him in it. But our balance and our depth in that one, uh, I thought, really uh, prevailed us to let us pull away and stretch our lead and, uh, you know, end up winning by 17. And it was great to see Cooper Hoff have a big night. And, and Martez had a huge first half for us. 
to kind of set the tone. Uh, we were able to create some space and um, with our lead and and uh, so which set up getting us to the substate, which is you know you, all you ask for is a chance to go. And uh, to me, the substate round um, such a special atmosphere and moment uh, in, in our fans and our community playing over at Dyke New Hartford at their high school was just a fabulous atmosphere with two really good teams. Yeah, and so uh, uh, obviously now that's that's two years in a row coming up short in the substate. I mean, uh, I got to imagine that that's you know as probably as as big of a motivating factor as ever you know for this program moving forward, right? Yeah, it's tough. You know, you, you get a special group of seniors and then not get to Des Moines, and for what this group as a whole set out for their goals was you know beyond the substate, and we, we played a very good Monticello team who was dinged up for a lot of the years. If you look at their um, starters, they had, you know, rarely did they have their full lineup when you look at the games played um, by their guys, but they were getting, they got healthy at the right time of the year. I think the last three weeks, uh, talking to Coach Lambert, who does a good job, they they kind of got healthy and, and found their rhythm and routine. And, and it's a game, you know, looking back and a couple of times I've watched the tape, um, a game we still probably should win if we, you know, we missed 11 shots on the right side. And, and, you know, if we had the restricted circle, the charge area in high school, we missed 11 bunnies, um, you know, to get beat by three, we gave up um, 12 offensive rebounds and for 18 points. Um, and, and those just little things when you're playing a really good team uh, can't happen. And uh, credit to them, the fourth quarter, they had guys step up, make shots, make plays, and, and, and they end up making one or two more plays than we were able to make. And so they go on to the state tournament for us. Unfortunately, it's a tough way to call a season and, and and for a great group of senior senior guys uh, a tough way for them to go out but as i told the guys you know a lot of kids never get the opportunity to play in that environment in that moment yes we wish it was more we're not happy just being there um, but to win 21 games is something i hope they're awful proud of and, and as they get older and look back um, hopefully it's something they reflect on you know positively and and i hope our seniors see um the legacy they've added winning 20 some games and the four year stretch we had with them in high school, whether it was through fresh off teams, JV teams, the varsity uh, teams, they had a huge impact and an awful lot of success. So let's talk about some of the key contributors uh, on this year's team. Um, you had the two uh, unanimous uh, first team all conference selections in uh, Gavin Thomas and Garrett Hempen, and then Martez Wigley ends up being a first team selection um, as well. So there's you know your your top scorers on the team, uh, but they obviously brought a lot, whole lot more to the table uh, than that. Can you talk about those guys? And um, you know it's it's been the you know depth has been the story all year, but like if you just talk about your key contributors this year. Yeah, you know Garrett scored an awful lot of points this year and was pretty consistent throughout. And when you look at the percentages he shot from the field, be over 50% from the field. And you know, I can't remember if it was 46 or 48% from three uh, shooting at a high clip. And we all know how good of a free throw shooter he is. And um, to teams to dog him in that and for his ability to score, you know, I don't know if he finished right around 20 points per game. That uh, was a heck of accomplishment and a heck of a four years for Garrett um, and what he was able to achieve and do and um, his knack for just scoring the basketball and, then Gavin is our second leading scorer, obviously, um, had a very good season, became the all-time three-point uh, baskets. Uh, again, shot over 46% from three, was over 50% from the field, which isn't always easy to do. He rebounded it much better for us this year and 80-plus um, uh, percent free throw shooter. So those two guards to, to score it the way they did. And then uh, Martez, you know, wasn't a back-to-the-basket back post player, and it took us a little bit to get figured out that, but – was capable. He had some really big games. We scored 20 some for us and other games. He was a great passer if he got doubled and 
Um, so those three guys, I think, very deserving of first team. And I would argue um, maybe we have more guys deserving because I don't know if I'd trade out some of our guys for, for, for other folks from other teams. But there's only sh so many shots to go around. And, you know, uh, I have the philosophy we subbed. I think our starters um, only played, you know, eight full games where we didn't sub early. Um, to get some of our bench guys who work just as hard and are very talented as well and deserve the chance to play. But sometimes that skews um, points per game averages and things of that. Um, but big picture, we got the wins and, and guys who show up and work every day got an opportunity which they deserve to play varsity minutes. And then looking at the rest of the all-conference uh, selections here, you had Nick Neuroth uh, selected to the second team and then an honorable mention selection with um, Will Hodges and a couple of juniors there. So if you could talk about uh, what those two guys brought to the table. Yeah, you know, Nick just kept getting better and better and got better, you know, such a good on-ball defender especially. And we saw that, you know, uh, with Jack Miller and, and with Peterson even um, uh, in, in the sub-state game and throughout the year just could cause problems and uh, let us in assists. So he got the balls to the right guys, but just played so hard and so competitive and um, had a great year, just missed making first team, which I thought he was more than deserving of. Um, but for him to get that, um, a testament to his work. And then Will Hodges obviously had a great year as well. Another good defender, uh, good passer. Uh, you know, I know in the conference he doubled everybody up in steals um, and um, shot it, you know, well, he didn't didn't take a ton of shots. He played within himself. And when he did that and was fully engaged, he had a, a great year. Um, and And, you know, Again, a guy I think probably deserves a second team, at, at least um, with where he's at. But, you know, that's why you vote. You never know what's going to happen. Well, uh, looking back at the season as a whole, what would you say are some of the biggest highlights or defining moments of this season for your program? Yeah, you know, for me, the highlights just going to practice with those guys and seeing guys get better and see watching our team progress and um, – you know, I'm really proud of like Kai Rottinghouse and the growth he made throughout this year. Um, Will Steggy came came on and, and um, was consistent, shot it extremely well, and you know, limited minutes. And I'm sure he wanted more, but he was ready to t maximize that role. Jack Eddy in the middle of the year played um, the five for us um, at that time more than Kai, and, and he did a good job. And he brought it every day. And Adam Shipper, um, you know, bringing it at practice and, and when called upon in the games and. Um, so, you know, a special group of seniors that, that contributed, did a lot of really good things for us. Um, you know, Cooper Hoff battling injuries all year and the toughness he showed. Happy for him to have that district final he had up at Denver. And, you know, he's going to have surgery here. Got it moved up to next week and he'll have a little road to recovery with his shoulder. But never complain. Always put in extra time. Uh, worked hard. And honestly, our, our JV guys, just our group we had in practice, the success of the JV and um, the guys in practice for me as a coach is something I, I really appreciate and enjoy just the competitiveness of that each and every day. And then obviously, you know, you can go through the wins and they're all fun and enjoyable. The, the closer, more competitive ones or the rivalry ones with like New Hartford or, or Jessup and those games are, are obviously a great thing. Um, you know, just met with our guys um, postseason to talk about, you know, I like reading their comments. You know, what did you most enjoy about the season? And a lot of it's, you know, being with the team, being on the bus away games some being with the guys outside after games on friday night playing cards just all those things i think is what makes you have a special team and a special group uh, that's able to win 21 games i'll resume my conversation with applington parkersburg boys basketball coach aaron thomas next on the brothers market coaches show 
Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke New Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land and the land is us. Landis. Who has the appliances you need and is just a few minutes away? It's AP Appliance Heating and Cooling. For decades, they have provided professional heating and cooling services, but remember, they're appliances. AP Appliance is a dealer of Maytag, Mana, Whirlpool, and KitchenAid, brands you can trust. Plus, AP Appliance backs them up with expert service. Stop by this week, Monday through Friday, and check out their line of refrigerators, freezers, washers and dryers, as well as stoves and dishwashers. Get best KitchenAid, Maytag, Mana, and Whirlpool from AP Appliance Heating and Cooling, Highway 57, Parkersburg. Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank & Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank & Trust is leading the way. Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank & Trust, member FDIC, Equal Housing Works. I now resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg boys basketball coach Aaron Thomas on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. A class of six seniors here this season. Um, you know, obviously uh, they definitely put the, the program in a better place, but uh, can you just talk about your senior class and their legacy? Yeah, I just appreciate, like I said, those guys, not always, you know, a bunch of guys who played a bunch of minutes, but uh, were good leaders and, and contributed and played to their strengths and uh, they made us better. And whether it was, you know, all the way up through the program, they had an extremely positive impact in, right through their senior year and uh, a group that will remember fondly um, for the competitiveness and, and um, for for being willing to accept their, their roles, whatever that might be for the betterment of the team and um, it's a special group that that I think will do great things beyond AP, and, and there's not a guy in that group I wouldn't you know be a reference or a letter of recommendation for um, because of what they've given to us here um, over their in their four years. And when it comes to uh, the guys you have coming back next year, um, you have a you know a pretty decent uh, core. Obviously, you lose a, a decent amount of talent, but um, you had mentioned a guy like uh, Cooper Hoff. You know, he had a great end of the season. Nick Neuroth as well being you know that. Uh, one of those uh, all-conference selections as well, and then some guys that you, you know were able to sprinkle in throughout the the varsity season as well. Um, I got to imagine that uh, the future is still pretty bright, bright for this program, right? Yeah, we're we're hopeful and we're optimistic. You know, a guy like Kale Shoneman, you know, we kind of uh, I haven't forgot about, but you know, folks that listen might because he got hurt early and very. You know, he was playing a lot of minutes. I think he started a game, um, and then to break his finger and got cleared. I think he had two practices before. The sub-state game, uh, maybe not quite ready. You know, I think if we would have made the state, we would have saw Kale uh, down at the state tournament. And, and a guy I know will be hungry and ready to go and um, a very good basketball player. And then it's going to come down, you know, figuring out our depth and roles. You know, when you look at a really good JV team that went undefeated, um, you got Mason Ritter's kind of our only true post guy um, that we'll have in the junior-senior class. You got Caleb Campbell, um, Devin, Bert, or Devin um, Davis, who will be a senior at a great JV season with Tate Neymar and the leadership they showed. 
I know they'll compete. And then Benny Waller, um, you know, had a good JV. So all those guys are going to be competing for minutes. And I know there's some younger freshmen and sophomores who also want to get in that mix. So um, competition is a good thing. And, and if we can have competitive practices, that's huge um, to continue to move us forward. It makes our JV better. It makes our varsity better. Um, but to me, that's always the part, you know, the X factor from now until November 15th or whenever we start next year, it's going to be what are guys willing to do? How much time will they put in uh, to the weight room to becoming better athletes, to be more competitive to whatever specific basketball skills they need to improve upon? Who's going to put in that time? I think will really have an impact on, on who we see in the starting roles and coming off the bench for the Falcons next year. Talk a little bit of uh, big picture here. Um, what, how would you describe the the culture overall of this program and how how your team is, you know, able to be uh, in position to be successful, you know, year in and, and year out? Yeah, we've had a, a great nine-year run, J-Mo. Um, it started with kind of the 14-15 season that, that got us to the state tournament um, and been a while since we'd done that. And from then on, you know, we're averaging over 20 wins and probably the thing I'm most proud of, we average over 40 players out of season and just our participation um, so I, I, I hope, I think the guys feel valued, um, because if they didn't, I don't think we'd have that many out fighting games. Sometimes is, is hard to get everybody an opportunity to play. And, um, we talk a lot about our, our guys about don't get caught up. If you're playing the level, just, you love to play. So go play, whether it's JV, fresh soft, Falcon squad, varsity, whatever. Um, we want to provide those opportunities and just so fortunate to have the coaching staff. We have, you know, Keaton Hempen did an unbelievable job in his first year as kind of our head fresh soft coach. Brad O'Connell joined us, uh, was our middle school coach, and adjusted. He and Adam Water split it, um, a contract, and Brad helped us with our fresh sophomore. Adam, more with the varsity and some scout things for us um, to get him back on staff was huge. And then, obviously, Connor Neroth runs our JV and Jason Berkey um, to be along with the varsity. So fortunate to have that group. Uh, they're great with young people. Um, and, and to have, you know, 43 great young men be a part of it is something um, that, that, that I'm proud of and glad we can have that number. And, um, you know, hopefully we can continue that trend. Well, you got a chance to recognize your coaching staff, and now I'll give you a chance to recognize, you know, the, the rest of the community and the support that, you know, um, has kind of been a, a staple of AP basketball over the years. Yeah, it's something, you know, you can't replicate, and so many other people don't have. Um, and, and our people are just so good. Um, they come out, they support, they cheer, they buy shirts, they, whatever it takes to do, whether it's girls or boys, you know, we saw the, the following even last night at Des Moines and it creates those special atmospheres when we play at home and you look up 20 some rows and they're filled to the top. You know, I can't fathom what that's like for opponents when we play on the road halftime, we have more fans than the home team. So it's a special thing that we talk to our guys about taking pride and giving the effort that our people deserve to see. Not that we're going to be perfect or make every shot, but we can always give an effort and, um, you know, if that's what our people deserve and what they've grown accustomed to. And um, we just can't thank them enough. Our student section, phenomenal, the pep band, our cheerleaders, but just the parents and those folks who just live in our community who come out and support and rally around our kids. Uh, we thank them for that. And you had mentioned the off season as being a kind of an X factor. Can you talk about um, the general expectations for um, now? Now that you you've reached the off season, um, what it's going to take to make sure you guys are uh, off and running, you know, full speed ahead once November rolls around. Yeah, the biggest thing you know right now is is I just encourage you guys get out and compete and be involved. And you know we can all get stronger. So getting in the weight room, uh, working on our speed and agility, um, and then competing in whatever it is. They, they, they want to do, um, making sure they're competing. And along the way, you know, get in, get some shots up on the gun, hopefully, 
some shooting or, or ball handling, you know, areas they need to improve upon um, for the rest of the school year. And as we get to June, we'll do some team camps, probably three to four team camps in June. And um, the, you know, the beauty of the school, the gym's open. And so guys that want to get in, they get in, they shoot. And, and we're lucky because we have a lot of guys who shoot a lot of baskets on their own that aren't made or forced or asked to come in. They just enjoy doing it. And, um, you know, hopefully they'll continue to do that, maybe do it at a little higher pace, um, you know, for them not just to go through the motions or hang out thing. But uh, it's a great thing as a basketball coach, you know, so many guys want to get in the gym and they enjoy the game of basketball. And, and that's something, you know, I'm very excited about because um, we got a group that's a bunch of gym rats right now. And um, hopefully that can that trend continues. Well, before we wrap up, is uh, there anything else that I didn't think to ask or that you want to share about your program uh, now that we've uh, reached the offseason here? No, I just thank you, Jimo, and, and Coach Boozman, uh, Kelly Aldridge, for our productions. You know, we get so many comments on our live streams or on your radio coverage or on our YouTube channel, and none of those things are possible without the the preparation and the work that, that you three guys do um, to the, the sponsors who carried our postseason games. We thank them, you know, to – Again, a small town, a lot of places, a lot of ask of of, of our business dollars, but uh, they always support the school, and we can't thank them enough for that. And then just to thank you to our seniors for who they were and the impact they have, and um, we'll miss having them. Um, but like you said, they had a great four years that made a really good mark on our program, uh, and I hope they're proud of it. And I know as coaches, uh, we're extremely proud of them. All right, that's AP Boys basketball coach Aaron Thomas. Thanks so much for the time, Coach, and uh, we'll catch you here down the road. All right, appreciate it, JMO. We'll have more of the Brothers Market Coaches Show coming up next. Your home for local high school sports is 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream at RadioOnTheGo.com. Tune in for coverage of the Applington Parkersburg Falcons, the AGWSR Cougars, and the Grundy Center Spartans. We are Radio On The Go. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Dyke New Hartford Boys Basketball Coach Alex Tagto as we're a recap of the 2022-23 season. Coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time here. Um, it ends up being a 10-13 and 13 campaign for you guys, 3-5 uh, and five in the NICL Central. Um, uh, I want to go back here and just uh, talk a little bit about the, the postseason run. You uh, win the first game and then uh, end up falling to Hudson in the second game. Uh, can you kind of just go back to those two, uh, those two games and uh, recap those and... Uh, how you think your team ultimately did in its postseason run? Yeah, well, anytime uh, you know, anytime you can get postseason wins, whether it's one or two or three, you always take as many as you can get. So, um, you know, good for us to get that first one. So, uh, you know, we had Belmont Columbia at our place, round number one. Um, for that game, uh, we really had a big, big performance from Colin Meester. You know, he he really got it going. He ended up with uh, I think 30 points in that game. Um, you know, was really doing a good job of getting to the hole. So really good win for us. And then, uh, you know, kind of, kind of ran into Hudson who was, who was really hot. You know, they were, uh, they had the ball, uh, with the possession, with the chance to go to state in their sub-state game. So they were, uh, played well all season, but really were playing well down the stretch and kind of were too much for us. 
Yeah, so talking big picture here, um, uh, a few games uh, under 500 this season, um, but it was it was a season where I know you had a lot of a lot of development that uh, that needed to be done. You did have a, a couple of a key seniors in the lineup with Benton Bixby and uh, Braxton Johnson. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of guys trying to kind of find their stride and you, you know, in your first season at the helm, just kind of, I'm sure trying to figure a few things out as you went along as well, but, you know, big picture, um, I have to imagine it's a kind of a step in the right direction for this program. Uh, how do you think it went big picture? Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, you know, we, we did have the two seniors who, who did a lot for us this year, but, you know, even those two guys, um, you know, as seniors, they weren't they didn't have a ton of production coming into their senior year. So, you know, everything was really new for us. Um, you know, starting with me, uh, being a first year, uh, coach in the, in the DNA's district and, and uh, a lot of guys who had, you know, zero varsity experience at all. And then a couple guys with a little bit. So, so a lot of new. So, um, honestly, uh, I, I think you hit it on the head when you said step in the right direction. You know, I thought we, uh, we really grew a lot through the season and, I'm excited about next year. We're going to have a lot back and, and can't wait for it to get started. Yeah, so let's talk about some of your key contributors here this season. Um, Benton Bixby, Bixby ends up being your leading scorer on the year, 17 points per game. Uh, pretty effective shooter at uh, just over 40%. And then a couple other guys in double figures scoring with uh, Braxton Johnson. And then Colin Meester, you talked about him, you know, especially in that, in that Belmont-Columbia game, really a strong finish to the season for him. Um, and then uh, obviously you got to, you know, a couple different guys, you know, cycling into the starting lineup. But what, what are kind of your thoughts about your uh, who you thought were the key contributors in the lineup here this year? Yeah, well, well, the two seniors did a lot for us offensively. You know, we uh, we kind of ran everything through those guys and, and through getting it into the post of those guys. And, you know, they they carried us through big stretches offensively, um, you know, especially early. Um but as the season went on, I thought we kind of started started getting more production from other guys, you know, from our younger guys and, and guys that, uh, you know, maybe you wouldn't have expected to be offensive contributors if you watched us play the first four or five games. I thought kind of developed into good offensive players, um, you know, for, for Colin to be, uh, you know, scoring the way he was at the end of the season, you know, that he's a guy that, you know, at the beginning of the year, he was only taking, you know, three or four shots a game. And he was kind of, you know, not really sure, you know, when he should pull the trigger and when he should not. So, you know, he, he found his way. Um, you know, Devin Lotz went from a guy who, uh, you know, we played some games where, uh, honestly, teams were kind of daring him to shoot. He ended the season as a 40% three-point shooter. So he, he stepped up a lot. So, you know, as it went on, we, we kind of got it from a lot of guys. But definitely those seniors were the guys we leaned on the most. Looking back at the season, what would you say are some of the biggest um, highlights of the season or maybe defining moments? Oh, man, that's a really good question. You know, being able to host playoffs, uh, first-round district game, and getting that win I think was the biggest one for me. Um, you know, just great to get that one extra game for our seniors, that one extra game for our home crowd, and, and to take care of business the way we did, I thought was really great. Um, but, you know, outside of that, there's <laughs> – Honestly, I, I could probably talk for, for an hour or two about things that I thought uh, that were really good moments just as somebody that's new to the district and, and kind of coming back to this conference for the first time in a while. But that's the big one that sticks out to me is just being able to uh, uh, have a good enough regular season to play that game at home and then to, to take care of business in it was really great for us. 
I was thinking maybe one of them might be the the road trip up to West Fork where you guys pulled that out in double overtime. That had to have been a huge moment for your team too, right? Yeah, yeah, that was a big one. You know, honestly, I kind of forgot about that. I was thinking about all of the conference games and, and all of all of those battles. But yeah, that was a really good one. You know, that was uh, uh, not only a long road trip. Um, you know, that was a, a boys only road trip, so so we're only taking one bus. So our varsity guys are, you know, leaving school early making that road trip up there and then not tipping off until, you know, normal time. So that's kind of unusual for us. And then we were down. I think we took our first lead. If, if I remember right, I think we took our first uh, lead of the game uh, with about a minute left. We got up by two in regulation. Um, and then to battle that thing out in double OT and, and bring home the win was, was pretty special. So yeah, that's, that's a really good one too. Definitely. Definitely one I'll remember. I'll resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford Boys basketball coach Alex Tagto next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke New Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us. Landis. I now resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford boys basketball coach Alex Tagto on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Talking about the all-conference teams here, those were announced here uh, just uh, last week. Um, you had a few selections uh, on the first team. Uh, you had Benton Bixby, um, some guys we've talked about already with uh, Colin Eastern, Braxton Johnson landing on the second team, and then an honorable mention selection with Devin Lotz. Um, so what can you say about your all-conference selections here this year? Yeah, I'm really proud of those guys. Um, uh, you know, it's it's a tough league that we play in, uh, just in general, just being a part of the NACL. But then our central division is is uh, – I. I would argue the toughest of the three divisions. So um, to have three guys on there is, is always great, um, but also kind of speaks volumes. I think all three of those guys were, were unanimously voted on. So Benton first team and our two second team guys are both unanimous also. So it uh, shows that, uh, you know, uh, it's not just us that, that think those guys are pretty good for, for them to be unanimous. I think it's pretty cool. And then when it comes to your senior class, um, you had four of them on the roster here this year. Uh, definitely two played more than the, the other two, is, you know, starting and that type of thing. But uh, what can you say about your seniors, you know, being your, your first group of seniors here as a head coach to kind of help uh, lead, the, lead the way for things this season? Yeah, it, it was a pretty solid group, um, but, but a unique group. Uh, you know, I, like I was, I was kind of saying earlier, uh, you know, Braxton had played as a junior. He, he started as a junior. Um, but his, his level of production wasn't super high as a junior. So, um, and Benton, uh, was on the court, uh, as a junior, but not tons. He, he, he didn't, uh, start a ton of games and, and wasn't playing big minutes. So, you know, even those guys, even though they were seniors, um, they didn't really have tons and tons of experience. So, uh, you know, it was, it, it was kind of unique to be, to be a new guy and then also have those. Uh, new guys speaking of myself being new to the district, but then also have those guys that, you know, they're seniors, but they're kind of new also. So that was, that was kind of interesting and, and unique and, and kind of nice that we all kind of got that chance to kind of grow into that together and, and learn together through that. So, you know, that's, that's something that I, that I liked about this group. 
So as you move into your second year, uh, second season here next year, obviously that's uh, you know seems like it's a long ways uh, down the road from now. But um, what's kind of at the top of your mind right now, as far as you know, these are kind of going to be now our objectives for um, next season, based on the the personnel you got coming back, and now that you'll be moving into your second year at at DNH. Well, yeah, I'd say all those things, all those things I was talking about, about, you know, not, not having a ton of production, not having a ton of experience, you know, that's, that's not going to be the case uh, next year. You know, in our, our last game of the year against uh, Hudson, we started, um, started three sophomores and a junior. So we got all those guys back. Uh, we had some bench guys that, that are younger too. So, you know, it's, it's going to be very different. I think we're going to be able to, to really hit the ground running when we get into our off season stuff and, and eventually when November rolls around and get into the season, you know, they'll be, it's, it's going to be a lot less kind of, kind of learning how to walk and hopefully we'll be able to run right away and, and get off to a hotter start. That's, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. And some of the unsung heroes in any program can be um, the assistant coaching staff. So I'll give you a chance here to uh, recognize your staff and what they were able to, uh, you know, do for your program here this year. Yeah, well, I, you know, I got two, two assistants. Uh, Chad Meester's been, been around DNH forever. Um, you know, and, and, and he stayed on from, from the previous staff. So he did a really good job um, just just knowing how everything works and knowing the nuts and bolts of DNH and the conference and everybody. So really great to have that. Um, it kind of saved me a lot of times just from, you know, uh, knowing all those things that you can only learn from being there, you know, 15, 20 years, however long he, he's been a part of DNH. So that was really great. Um, and then we, we had a, we had a first year assistant in uh, John Patterson that I thought did a really good job with our freshmen and just kind of being a part of it. And, and the guys really, uh, the young guys, I think really, really kind of clinked to him and really liked him. So it was really great having him on staff also. And then when it comes to this um, upcoming off season here, which I guess is technically underway already, but um, what are kind of your general expectations? I know there's a lot of different sports that the guys are able to take part in between now and then, but um, what's it going to take here this off season to make sure you're, you know, full speed ahead once November rolls around. So yeah, it's, it's one of the great things about DNH is our guys are, are involved in tons of different sports, like you said. So, you know, we've got, I think most, most everybody is going to be on the track team or the golf team this spring. Um, you know, starting already started with those uh, as a matter of fact, but, but getting those things really rolling soon and got a lot of guys that are baseball players and we've got a pretty good baseball program here too. So, you know, those things are obviously, uh, first and foremost for those guys, but outside of that, you know, uh, we've also, we're fortunate enough to have a really great weight program and I know our guys are going to do a great job of that. And then, uh, you know, it's just building on the things that we've worked on. Uh, you know, I, I talked with you all year about being more efficient offensively and kind of understanding how that works. And, and, and I think our, if you watch this play or if you look at our stats, you can see we really steadily improved in that efficiency area all year offensively. And the off season is another chance to improve that, you know, it's just refining your skills, being in the gym, um, trying to get uh, better shooting on the floor when we can. And I'm looking forward to seeing our guys in the gym soon. All right. Well, uh, before we wrap up, is there anything else that uh, I didn't think to ask that you want to share about your program here today? Uh, no, I, I'll just say, you know, it was a great year. Uh, it, it was a great first year for me. You know, I, uh, as a new guy coming in, uh, coming into to the head coaching job here at DNH and, and being somebody that's, that's not from the community, uh, I just want to thank everybody in DNH for, for how, how welcoming they were of me. You know, everybody, uh, 
everybody at the school and everybody in the community, it, it was really great. And they really, really made me feel at home. And also want to thank you for all your coverage. It's really been great to talk to you throughout the season. All right. Appreciate the kind words. That's uh, Alex Tagato, head coach of the Dyke New Hartford boys basketball team. Appreciate the time coach and uh, best of luck here in the off season. Thanks so much. More is coming up next on the brothers market coaches show. It's a tournament of savings at Brothers Market in Parkersburg this week, especially if you have the mobile app. Their app sale items include Hunt's Pasta Sauce for just 49 cents when you show the mobile app at checkout. They also have Best Choice Pasta for 99 cents and King's Hawaiian Dinner Rolls for $2.99 if you have that mobile app at checkout on your phone. Many other specials around the store this week, so come shop the Tournament of Savings at Brothers Market. They are on Highway 175 in Grundy Center and Highway 57 in Parkersburg. It's Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. We're back on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Joining me now is AGWSR Boys Basketball Coach Riley Shipper as we are now recapping the 2022-23 season. Coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time today. Um, before you kind of talk a big picture here on uh, the season as a whole, let's go back to that uh, final game up at Riceville, a 75-48 to loss to end the season in one of those uh, eight-versus-nine play-in games. Can you go back and uh, recap that game and uh, how that ultimately went for your team? We, we played a really good um, first two-and-a-half quarters. Um, uh, Bradley Roder really got going early. Uh, Ederhoff was going with him. Um, you know, then we kind of got into foul trouble uh, and, and, and got into some turnover trouble um, about halfway through that, that third quarter that really put us in a hole. Um, and, and the story of our season been all year, if we get in that big hole, it's hard for us to take it out, uh, you know, especially when we, we don't score it at a high rate. Um, but, yeah, you know, overall effort-wise, I was really happy. Um, you know, like I said, Bradley and Gabe had, had great had great games for us. Um, you know, and Bradley finished career, you know, scored 17 or 19, I think it was, and uh, you know, I was happy for him to go out that way. Um, you know, he left it on the court. Um, and so, yeah, you know, a, a disappointing end of the season. Um, you know, a game I thought we had a chance in. But, you know, we, we gave it everything we had and, and just didn't come out on top. Yeah, and uh, also in that game, uh, you'd said uh, you had uh, pr- been proud to see, you know, the guys going out on somewhat of a high note with uh, Bradley playing well in his last game. Gabe Niederhoff, he's just a junior, but he'll be back. He had a double-double in that game, too, so I'm sure that, you know, nice kind of a nice springboard. He was the leading scorer and had 11 rebounds as well, kind of a next uh, uh, springboard into the future, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you know, Gabe Gabe, Gabe has led us in rebounding all year. Um, you know, and, and I think for him, um, some of it was about confidence this year. You know, last year he kind of, he kind of slid under people's radars and, 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 and led us in scoring last year, but that was because people really didn't know a lot about him. Um, you know, so this year, teams were able to focus on him more. Um, but, yeah, I was happy for him to go out go on such a high, high note with a double-double. Um, you know, he had multiple double-doubles this year for us. Um, his, his rebound mark for the year will, um, you know, end up on our season, single-season record board. Um, you know, I, don't, I think it's like maybe in like 11th place, but, you know, that, that, that shows that he was willing to do the, the, the little thing, you know, to help us succeed, and, and for him to go out with the double-double was great. So big picture here, it ends up being an 0-21 season. Um, you know, unfortunately, you guys uh, didn't pick, uh, pick up a win, but I guess at this point it, you know, kind of just is what it is. Um, what, what were some of the biggest factors that resulted uh, in what ended up being a winless campaign this year? Uh, you know, I, I, I think a lot of inexperience. Um, you know, we, we didn't bring back a ton of guys. You know, I think we only brought back um, Bradley and Gabe that had really played significant men- minutes and, and Talon Mutchler that had played very little. Um, you know, so it was a lot of guys that, that didn't know what the varsity level was like, um, you know, hadn't touched the floor. Um, I think they learned that, you know, it's not it's not the same as playing at the JV level. We, you know, the, not saying that the JV level is not competitive, but 
varsity level's that next step up. Um, you know, so so hopefully some of these young guys really, um, you know, relished in that role. Uh, you know, understand what it takes to be to be good. Um, you know, we've got to be better in the off season uh, as far as you know, getting guys here, um, seeing guys, and, and just getting shots up. You know, shots up, getting ball handling done. Um, you know, and 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 getting them excited again. Um, you know, it, it's not always easy at to, coming off an all twenty one year. I know that. Um, you know, to to get guys excited about basketball. You know, but I said all year long uh, that the guys showed up um, and and never complained. Um, you know, they never you know never said you know we're we're at this point in the year. You know, well, let's just get it over with. You know, they fought tooth and nail every game out. Um, so I don't see that happening for us. Um, I, I see guys you know being hungry to come back. Uh, you know, to get us off of that that losing streak. Um, so yeah, you know, and and just just you know we had some run-ins there with some injuries. Um, you know, with Bradley lose Bradley for three weeks. I, did, I thought there were some games. Uh, you know, in that stretch that we we would have a chance in. Um, that would probably, if he was healthy, uh, and you know, and then Bradley down the stretch, even you know, I, I think he probably finished about sixty to seventy-five percent um, on the year, you know, with with his ankle. But you know, he was willing to come back and play, and, and I appreciate that out of him. Um, you know, for your for your best player all year to to say, you know, even though even though I've got this hurt ankle, you know, it'd be, be very easy to shut it down, and he didn't. You know, he came back and, and gave us everything he still had. So. Yeah, you know, just moving into the off season. Um, you know, I hope guys get hungry um, and and really, you know, want to get better. And 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 we'll see where we can go next year. So on the flip side of that, uh, what do you think were some of the best moments? Maybe some highlights or moments that you know made you most proud of your team here throughout the season. Um, you know, I, I think the East Marshall game um, really stands out. You know, one of our last games of the year. Um, you know, we got beat by nine by them. Uh, it was a forty point game the first time. Uh, those guys did. We we really we executed a game plan that night. Um, we were able to to kind of control the, the pace of the game, which we knew we'd have to do. Um, so that that game really stands out, um, you know. And the North Tama game, um, you know, we gave ourselves a chance. We lost that one late, um, you know. And and we played Janesville pretty tough. We went up to Denver and played really really well up at Denver. Um, and so you know, it, it, it's little games that stand out. It's little things that stand out throughout the year. Uh, you know, like I said, Gabe's going to move into the single season mark on. Um, are in the single season record boards on rebounds. Uh, Bradley Roeder is going to be on the single season for steals. Uh, uh, you know, in the top ten for single season in steals. At, I think he ended up with just over sixty, um, and then he's going to end up on the career list for steals at, at just over like one hundred fifteen or something like that. That'll put him on our career list. Um, so you know, it, it's exciting. You know, you can say at zero and twenty one that you know there's no success, but um, you know, it, it's just those little things that stand out. Um, you know, and, and make success. You know, to add guys to a list, even though, you know, you didn't win a game, is still showing that those guys show up um, and, and want to be there for you. You know, and I'm always going to be there for them as long as they're there for me. So, you know, I, I appreciate everything the guys do for me. Um, and, and like I said, it, 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 it's not easy to go on 21, but it, it, it's a lot easier with the guys that I have. I'll resume my conversation with AGWSR Boys Basketball Coach Riley Shipper next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. How does this sound to you? Earn your degree tuition-free. That's right. At Ellsworth Community College, you can enroll in one of their many last-dollar scholarship programs and have the cost of your tuition covered by the state of Iowa. Earn your degree tuition-free and create your experience at Ellsworth Community College in Iowa Falls. Call 641-648-4611 today or visit ellsworthcollege.com to learn more. Farming isn't just your livelihood, it's your life. No one understands that better than Farm Bureau Financial Services. This is Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley. We offer comprehensive coverage that protects your farm, machinery, livestock, 
and so much more. You'll get customized coverage in one policy with one premium and one deductible when you need it most. Contact me, Farm Bureau agent Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley, and learn more about smarter insurance for agriculture. Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Western Agricultural Insurance Company. Light it up, get wired, repair, update, or install your electrical wiring with Forgy Electric of Ackley. John Forgy and his crew can do the job for you. They are busy this winter doing retro and LED upgrades for homes and shops. If you have bigger projects such as wiring for new construction, addition, farm sites, and businesses, don't wait. Forgy Electric is already getting booked into summer. Call now and talk with John Forgy at Forgy Electric of Ackley, 847 8022. 641-847-8022. Are you looking for a career change or interested in working at a top 100 critical access hospital? Hanson Family Hospital is hiring for a variety of positions in the clinical, administrative, and professional areas of healthcare. Hanson Family Hospital offers competitive pay, health, dental, vision, and life insurance, paid time off, tuition reimbursement, and more. To view our open positions, please visit our website at www.hansonfamilyhospital.com. Hanson Family Hospital is healthcare you can count on. I now resume my conversation with AGWSR boys basketball coach Riley Shipper on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Let's talk about uh, some of your key contributors here this year. You know, a lot of the conversation has been about Bradley and Gabe, but, you know, then you have guys like, uh, for instance, George Van Hove, you know, getting a lot more playing time in the absence of a guy like... Uh, like Bradley Roder, I know Talon Munchler, you know, he, he started a lot more here this year after, you know, being one of the few returners uh, for this team. Uh, what, what are some, what's kind of the story with uh, kind of the rest of those guys um, as far as the guys that, you know, made contributions here this year uh, throughout the lineup? Yeah, you know, George is a guy that's always um, always been around the program, uh, you know, and, and, and he George loves basketball. I don't think there's a day that I don't see him with the basketball in his hand, even outside the season. Um, you know, any free time he has, he wants to come in the gym, he wants to get shots up. Um, so yeah, for George to contribute, um, you know, I, I really and, and and to say that, you know, you ask big moment. George George really played well uh, against East Marshall um, for us, and that was the only game he started for us this year. But you know, his effort that night, and and he always gives effort, um, you know, and and that's that's something that's all I asked of George. Uh, you know, he was able to step on the floor some nights and make shots, and I think other teams were surprised. You know, lo- looking at it saying, you know, you know, we're going to allow him to shoot, and George wasn't afraid to shoot it, and we needed that. Uh, you know, and then Talon Musher, yeah. Um, Talon, you know, like I said, last year, really, I don't know if he even scored last year. Uh, you know, he did play in what, a huge game last year in the Wapsi Valley game, played significant minutes in that game and that win. Um, but, you know, there were nights where, where when Talon really put his mind to it and, and gave a ton of effort, uh, Talon was really good. Uh, you know, and, and and we need that out of him. Um, I, I think he, I think for him to start all 21 games for us, you know, was big, you know, especially since we had nobody coming back, but but Talon proved that he deserved that spot. Um, you know, he, he was constant. He, he understood the offense all the time. He knew where he was supposed to be on defense. And, and, and at night, you know, it really, really rebounded well. And, and we asked a lot of him. You know, he was the guy that inbounded it against most nights when we saw press. And, you know, the ball was going to come back to him. So he had to handle it, try to handle it against the press. And, and that's a big ask for somebody that hasn't played a ton of minutes. Um, you know, and then Ryan Pickering. Uh, Ryan, Ryan was a guy, too, that, you know, I, I had on my radar last year. He really shot it well. I don't think he shot it as well as he as he's capable of, um, but some of that's just just the big moment. The uh, you know you're you're trying to do so much to win games, and I think Ryan just wasn't comfortable some nights, you know, and and saying that he was going to be that guy. Um, I think he'll realize after this year that you know he can be, um, and and I really look forward to him taking those steps forward. 
Uh, Carter Roeder was another guy. You know, Carter stepped up and, and started, you know, in place of his brother um, when when Bradley went down. And, and Carter always plays hard. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say Carter's not a Carter's not a basketball guy, but Carter plays basketball hard. And, you know, some of those, sometimes those guys that play really hard, um, you know, turn into basketball players. And, and Carter's one of those. Um, you know, he, he's fighting for rebounds. He's, he's an undersized guard, but he's not afraid to go up against bigger guys. Um, and so, you know, we need guys like that. Um, so, yeah, you know, hopefully, and Carver Brown was another one. Carver played significant minutes in Bradley's absence. And, and another guy that hasn't played a ton of minutes, but, you know, had to increase his role um, just based off of our depth. And another guy that's going to come back for us next year that, you know, I, I really look to take that next step. Uh, Carver's another guy that's in the gym a lot. Um, and, and, and guys like that we need. Um, you know, and we need to keep building and, and keep building that depth, and, and hopefully our freshman class that comes in is, is, is ready to build that depth as well. So you end up having uh, four seniors uh, departing the program now. Um, what can you say about uh, about your senior class this year and helping provide that leadership, you know, especially through uh, through a, a tough season and, you know, always, uh, you know, helping uh, keep the vibes positive? Yeah, um, we actually ended up with two, Bradley and George. Um, Bo and Braden Miller ended up, um, having some other things come up, they didn't finish the year for us. But you know, obviously, I'll start with George. Um, you know, like I said, just said a minute ago, George. George is somebody that always showed up, um, always wanted to be a part of it. Um, he was a willing worker. Um, you know, didn't didn't care what his role was, just wanted to be a part of it. Um, you know, which was why it was so rewarding as a coach um, to get George a bunch of minutes this year um, because he he'd given those other three years. Uh, you know, even though George loved playing JV basketball, um, you know, I think he had time of his life playing it, but. It was rewarding for him to get the minutes on the on the varsity floor and and have have the success that he did. Uh, you know, he he deserved it. That's what happens when you put in four years and and are always willing to be there. Um, so yeah, you know, I look forward to George. Um, you know, outside of high school, doing big things. Um, he's he's a willing worker. He's a hard worker. You know, and I was just glad to have him for four years. Um, Bradley, you know, is is a guy that I think has grown um, probably the most over a four year stretch uh, out of any of my players. Um, you know, he was. He was young. He was he was fiery, um, you know, and and you had to reel him back in. Uh, and and I think this year he really took took that role as far as getting reeled back in. Not that I didn't want him to play hard, but Bradley played sometimes too hard. Where you know, as a junior, we didn't you know a lot of times he wasn't on the floor. Uh, we had a lot of talks with him you know before this year about you know when you play well, it it goes along with the amount of minutes you've had. Uh, you know, when guys frustrated him and he gets gotten foul trouble, you know, when he was a sophomore, when he was a junior, he didn't spend a lot of time on the floor. So this year he spent, you know, he played a lot of nice 32 minutes um, and and gave us a ton of effort. Uh, like I said, his steals mark um, and, and his ability to score this year, you know, really surprised me. You know, not not on the steals aspect because he he was one of the leading in the conference last year and you know didn't even get to play the full year last year. And same thing again this year. You know, he missed some games again and and, and you know it was too bad. You know, it was somebody that you know I I, I love having around. Um, he he can be a jokester, but he also can take things seriously at the same time. So, you know, yeah, you know, between Bradley and George, you know, we'll really miss him. I, I, I give credit to those two for being, you know, alone two seniors that, um, you know, stuck it out for me. Um, and, and, you know, I've been here with me for four years. The four years that I've been the head coach, uh, those guys are the first, the first two that, have, that I've had go through the, the whole program. So, you know, I, I give credit to them. I, I give thanks to them, you know, their parents. I'm glad that, um, you know, they allowed them to be out. Uh, you know, we're going to miss, um, you know, it's a, spot, a couple spots that we've got to fill for next year. And, and we'll really, you know, we'll really have to look into who, who that's going to be. And when it comes to this uh, upcoming off season that, you know, I guess is already uh, underway here. So it's technically not upcoming, but what are kind of your general expectations for your guys to, to make sure that, you know, they're in the best shape and ready to go once, once next season rolls around. 
you know, first and foremost is getting, you know, being consistent in the weight room. Uh, you know, we guys have got to be there. Um, I, I think that's, that's of utmost importance. Um, you know, we've got to get stronger. You know, some of our some of our turnovers this year were just we weren't strong enough. Um, you know, and guys just took it out of our hands. And so we've got to get in the weight room. Um, and then, you know, after our, after the weight room in the mornings, we we, we go straight into three days a week with uh, um, our off-season workouts. You know, just getting got basketball in guys' hands. Um, you know, as long as we get enough guys there, we can kind of start installing some offense and, and seeing what seeing what seeing what's going to work and what may not work for the season. Um, as well as you know, just just being around each other. Uh, you know, I, I think you know we're going to have to develop a new chemistry. Um, obviously, with with different guys and and so developing that chemistry, being around each other, getting a basketball in their hands. Um, you know, the most important thing is is getting basketball in their hands. You know, you, you can, and they hear all coaches say it, and I say it every year, that basketball players aren't made from November to February. They're made from, from February to, to November. You know, and that's, that's, that's when it's got to happen. That's when it's got to take place. And, and you know, for our guys, um, that, that's what we have to do, and, and, and hopefully we can get off of this, you know, off this 0-21 trend and, and, and start to build. All right. Uh, anything else you want to share about your program or anything else that I uh, didn't think to ask before we wrap up here today? No, you know, I just want to thank you guys for, for covering us all year. Um, you know, I appreciate the, the, the coaches' shows in the morning um, and, and coming out to games and, and, and talking after games. Um, you know, I want to thank Cougar fans for, for our support all year long, our administration, uh, you know, for having our back, uh, you know, and then my wife and kids at home. Uh, you know, they're the utmost important. Uh, they allow me to do what I love, and, and without them I wouldn't get to do this. All right, AGWSR boys basketball coach Riley Shipper, appreciate the time, coach, and best of luck here in the offseason. Thanks, John. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. It's a championship of savings at Brothers Market on your groceries this week. Come to Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center and save big on your groceries like red, green, or black seedless grapes for $1.69 a pound, red baron pizzas for $3.99, sun-kissed mandarins, three-pound bag for just $3.99. They also have Libby's Vegetables, 99 cents a can, and Brothers Market has Campbell's Chunky Soups for $2.19 and Catfish Nuggets, $1.49 a pound. There are many other championship savings. Savings on the groceries you want and need. So shop Brothers Market in Grundy Center and Parkersburg this week. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Grundy Center boys basketball coach Brent Thorne as we are uh, wrapping up the 2022-23 season here. Spartans ended up finishing uh, 16-6 and on the year. Coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time um, as we recap the season here. Uh, I know it didn't uh, end uh, quite like you wanted it to and probably a little earlier than you would have expected. Um, but it really seemed like this season your program took uh, you know a lot of strides in your first season at the helm. Um, can you talk about you know the, 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 the strides your program was able to make this year? Obviously with a, a pretty... Uh, pretty young group, you know, that's uh, poised to, you know, lead this program for quite a few years moving forward. Yeah, I thought that I thought that our kids did a really nice job. I mean, we were really um, installing things kind of on the fly just because our season got started a little bit later than others just because of football running so late. Um, but that's okay. And um, we, we had some limited time in the summer to do some things. And uh, But I thought our kids did a really nice job um, throughout the entire season of being able to continue to understand what we wanted them to do and um, and trying to be able to install some new things as the season went on, um, a lot of it all being new to a lot of them. Uh, and I thought that they did a really nice job. Um, uh, you know, I, you mentioned our personnel and that type of stuff. Um, you know, I thought that they were very competitive uh, for the most part throughout the season. Um, I thought they did a really good job of, of just collectively, you know, 
working together and the team chemistry continued to get better. We were still trying to mix and match, you know, what our best combinations were. But um, I thought, all in all, I thought I thought they did a really nice job. And you also mentioned, obviously, our season was cut short. Um, we would hope to have played a little bit longer, like most teams would say as well. Um, but, I mean, we've got a lot of good things going right now. I thought our kids really competed hard and um, at least it sets a, a foundation of what we want to try to do here. And um, we've got a lot of good, a lot of good pieces to build off of moving forward. Yeah, so uh, a few of them would be uh, you kind of have a big three of sophomores here with uh, Jalen Kirkpatrick, Tiernan Vokes, and uh, Braden Wallace. Uh, those guys kind of seemingly kind of put the, the NICL West uh, on notice, if you will. Uh, man, it's it's pretty rare that you see a team like that with the top three scorers being sophomores. Uh, but what can you say about those three and, you know, what they did for the program this year and um, obviously hoping to, you know, looking to lead the program to big things here in the next couple years? Well, yeah, I mean, Jaden got a chance last year as a freshman, did a really nice job um, just trying to get acclimated with the varsity setting. Um, there was a bunch of seniors that, that we graduated uh, off of last year's team. And, and um, I, you know, I think that we knew collectively that, you know, even from our summer work that we had a lot of guys that were going to be able to contribute, albeit they, they were young, they were still going to be able to contribute um, at a pretty high level for us. And not just not just Tiernan and Braden uh, and Jalen. I thought some other guys were going to be ready to go as well, um, even out of our junior class too, because um, I didn't know how many seniors we were even going to have uh, come out for the program. To be to be quite honest, and um, you know I think those guys did a really nice job um, taking a step forward throughout the throughout the year, um, trying to figure out kind of what their role is and what their what they needed to do to to play at the varsity level. Um, they have their moments of greatness and they have their moments uh, of times that they would like to, you know, maybe have a game or two back just because it didn't go their way. But, you know, that's kind of the life of an underclassman sometimes when you're playing against 17 and 18 year olds uh, um, every night, you know, there's, you're going to have some really good, good moments and you're going to have some moments that you want to take back as well. So, um, you know, they're, they're really good basketball players, really good people. They're, they're going to, they, they enjoy the game. They have very good chemistry along with other guys on our team, and they 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 work hard in the off season as well. Basketball is something that they really really enjoy, um, and so obviously that's a nice core group of guys to to work around. But we've got a lot of other guys as well that that did a really nice job contributing and really coming on late as the season went on. Uh, Colin Gordon and Tate Jarofsky being a couple of those guys um, going to be you know they were juniors, they're going to be seniors next year, so. We've got a lot of good pieces uh, of guys to, to work around a little bit, and they offer a lot of different, um, I guess, skill sets that we can do some unique things with them as well. And hopefully if they gain another year of experience and um, you know, just growing and physically growing and mentally growing within the game, uh, it'll make us better as well. Yeah, and so uh, looking at uh, the uh, all-conference lists that were announced here uh, pretty recently here, um, we had already mentioned, you know, Jalen Kirkpatrick, Tiernan Vokes on the first team. Uh, you had a second team selection with uh, Tate Jarovsky, and then uh, Braden Wallace was the uh, honorable mention, uh, along with you being uh, named co-head co co coach of the year. Um, but uh, what can you say just uh, kind of about your um, your uh, all-conference selections there and, uh, you know, what you know what, kind of what put the, put those guys over the top to you know make that list well i think that and i talked to the guys about this too and we when we met as a team to try to wrap things up um you know as the season wound down um you know those selections are a product of everybody else uh, they, they don't just 
hand those things out just because those individuals um, are outstanding on their own. Those guys understand that their success is a direct result from the success of our team. And um, our team had a nice season this year. We would like to have it be a, a better season, um, but we had a nice season this year. Um, and and so because of that, um, our team's success, there are individuals that were recognized as well. And I think that's the, that's the neat thing about our kids is that um, they understand that that they that their success is a direct result from the success of others. And um, all the, all these guys want to compete, and they just want to win. They don't necessarily care who gets the who gets the compliments and that type of stuff. Those will those will come along as we as our team is successful. Um, and that's a pretty rare thing. We saw that also in our football season as well this year. Um, but um, you know, those they're they're just a bunch of quality kids that like to compete. And um, and the nice thing is for us is that you look across the board at some of our games. It wasn't always consistently the same person every night having to lead us in scoring or doing something. It was a lot of different guys on a lot of different nights contributing um, and having big moments. So, uh, you know, that's the thing about our squad is that hopefully down the road is that, you know, you're not just going to be able to guard one, two, maybe three guys. You're going to have to guard all five of them that are out there on the floor um, because they can all bring some something different to the table. Um and uh, and that remains to be seen, but I think that's the overall goal for us is to is to be able to is to provide some depth, is to provide a bunch of guys that we can bring waves of people um, at people, and um, and offer some different looks um, with the groups that we have out on the floor rather than just having to roll out you know six seven guys. We'd like to we'd like to play eight nine guys if we can. So um, you know that's that's kind of how you know we look at things, but. But those guys did a great. They had a great season this year, um, like you mentioned, our all-conference players. Um, and um, it's fun to watch those kids grow. Um, I've had the fortune of watching a lot of those guys grow up as they were young kids, and and you know they were, they've had a lot of success throughout their career. And uh, I know that they're they're wanting to they're they're wanting more. And I think that's the that's the important thing for us is, you know, the not being satisfied with where we're at right now, but wanting to have some higher goals moving forward. And uh, one more thing with the all-conference teams, you know, it is about the kids, but uh, you were named co-coach of the year as well, along with uh, Scott Cabarrus of GR. Um, uh, I guess if you could just take a moment, you know, you know, what does it mean to you to be able to, you know, receive that honor, especially being in your in your first season uh, leading this program? Well, you know, it, I'll, I'll I'll give you a little secret uh, about about coaching, and the secret is if you've got really good players. All of a sudden, you become pretty smart at coaching, and um, we've got some really good players here. And um, you know, you know, we we work well together. Um, the guys know what we want to do. I've got some outstanding coaches with uh, Todd Zinkula and Ryan Rasmussen helping me, and uh, we all work really well together. And everybody contributes, and so it's a it's a te- it's a total team effort from our coaches all the way down um, to our players. And so. Um, it's the same thing, you know. My my, the recognition that I received is a direct result of the kids because I don't get to play anymore. I've used up all my eligibility, so it's not me out there playing. It's the kids, and so um, they do a really good job. We have fun in practice, and um, you know they understand what we want to do, and um, it's their ability to translate what what I'm asking them to do uh, in the game night in and night out, and. Um, they just do a great job of it. So I'm happy for the award. It's nice to be recognized by your peers, but but also it's a direct result of the kids and, and that are playing out there.
I'll resume my conversation with Grundy Center Boys basketball coach Brent Thorin next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Delivering local news, sports, and information from North Central Iowa to the world. 98.9 FM, KQCR, Parkersburg. And at RadioOnTheGo.com. Extra, extra, read all about it. The Grundy Register keeps you in touch with what's happening in Grundy Center, Dyke, BCLUW, and AGWSR land. There are pictures from area sporting events, pictures of engagements, anniversaries, what's happening around towns, and homes for sale. The Grundy Register makes sure that you know everything that is happening with two easy ways to read it. You need a subscription today. Call 319-824-6958 and read all about it. Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank and Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank and Trust is leading the way. Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank and Trust, member FDIC, Equal Housing Work. I now resume my conversation with Grundy Center Boys basketball coach Brent Thorin on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Looking back on the season, what would you say are some of the biggest highlights or defining moments of the season? Well, I think that, you know, I thought early on, the very first game we played with AP, I wasn't sure how that was going to shake out just because we were, I think we probably had eight practices um, going into that game and a lot of unknowns. We were returning one starter and just a bunch of guys that were, you know, I'm not, that were in uh, football shape, not necessarily basketball shape, but I thought we were very competitive in that game. Um, I thought that that kind of set the tone for our season of how we competed. Um, and um, we kind of built off of that to try to give, and, and the guys kind of understood, like, hey, we can, we have a chance to be pretty good this year. Um, and then as the season went on, we, you know, we, early on, we played some pretty competitive games. I think right after that, we played North Mahaska, who, who had been coming off of a state tournament um, appearance last year. Was successful. We beat them at home, and um, and then probably everybody will will probably look at our GR game that we played at their place. You know, very competitive atmosphere. Our kids really came out, um, really played all, all phases of the game. Were really really good. Um, you know, and then you know, then we had our late the late season push. Then um, probably the other game that you'd probably highlight is probably the Roland Story game, where you know we were we came out and and um, got behind early, but as our team did all year, even if we got down early, we still competed and, and fought our way back into that and had a chance at the end to potentially win it or tie it, and unfortunately we lost by two points, but we now know that Rolling Story is a state tournament team, and so I, I thought that for the most part, you know, we were really competitive um, in all of our games, maybe minus a couple of them, but, um, you know, you just look at uh, how our kids were continue to get better but but also unfortunately there were times where our kids were also inconsistent and you know from a coaching standpoint and I've coached long enough where when you're playing a lot of young guys and new guys you're going to have inconsistency you don't want it uh, but it's going to happen unfortunately and um, we saw that a couple times and we had our moments 
like I said, of, of greatness, and we had our moments of head scratching. So um, hopefully that that uh, continues to um, get better in that department um, as we continue to get more experience and a little bit older. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really fun season. I thought that we did a lot of nice things. Um, I thought there were some things that kind of were left unfinished, but that's sometimes how it goes. And um, you know, that's that's life in the NICL sometimes, and that's life you know working with um, you know with high school athletics as well. So, um, but all in all, it was a really really good season from our perspective, and and uh, we're excited about our future. You bet. And then uh, when it comes to your uh, your seniors this year, just two of them with Patrick Brown the third and uh, Ben Wegman. Um, but uh, can you just uh, you know highlight those guys? Uh, obviously, they put you know a lot of a lot of time, a lot of years into this program. Yeah, you know we talked to those guys before the season even started because everything that they were that was going to happen, you know those guys have had three different co- three different coaches in four years, and so we talked with them about you know going into the season about what we need them to be and how they need to operate because what we were going to be talking with them was going to be brand new to them as well. And so I I just can't say enough about those two guys. I mean, aside from basketball stuff and stats and that type of thing, how they operated as, as our leaders on our team and in practice on the daily. um, I just can't say enough good things about those guys, the energy and the effort that they brought every day um, to practice, you know, whether it was, holding people accountable or whether it was being coachable and asking what asking of them to do something, whether it be in practice or a game, um, those kids are just phenomenal. And, um, you know, it's interesting where you come off a team where, you know, those guys were all state caliber players in football. And now you're, you're asking them to, to, to be a part of a basketball team where we need them to be a part of the system, not necessarily the guy. And um, and they just they accepted that role. They understood what we're asking them to do, and they were just phenomenal. They they really held us together um, throughout the season, made things fun in practice, but also left a really uh, a really positive mark on our program by by just how they carried themselves day in and day out, and just how they practiced and how they played. Um, I just can't, like I said, I just can't say good enough things about those guys because they were just so outstanding throughout the season. And when it comes to uh, off-season expectations, um, you know, I, I guess you got a lot of guys that are playing multiple sports, you know, track, baseball, football, whatever that may be. But um, so really no true off-season for them for the most part. But I guess what, what are kind of your general expectations for you guys, you know, um, between the basketball seasons, between now and when uh, November uh, rolls around here again. Yeah, well, we've been having exit interviews with our with all of our guys and talking about having this mapped out about what we want to do moving forward and, and, you know, being realistic with everyone's schedules and that because a lot of our guys are transitioning into track or golf or tennis or soccer. That's We have four sports here in, in, at Grundy Center in the spring. And then a lot of guys are also doing baseball as well. They're, they're already doing pitching on Sundays. And so, I mean, there's, we're trying to be realistic with our kids this time, but actually we can roll something out in, you know, prior to the summer happening and trying to get in some things 
um, you know, we're, we will be respectful of their time, but at least we'll be able to have an off season where it's not about everything is being new, where we have a lot of things that we have in place right now, and now it's just adding on or refining some things um, that we were unable to do uh, during the season. So I'm excited about actually having an off season where these where we're not having to, you know, install everything brand new, where the guys will catch on more quickly, and we can, like I said, fine tune some things. And then bring along some of our younger guys as well, and get them to the point where they're where they can then maybe contribute um, at the varsity level uh, next year as well. So, um, yeah, it, it, we'll we'll have a, we'll have an off season, but um, you know when you're sharing all the athletes uh, in the in the school that everybody else wants to have other teams as well, um, the coaches have to work together, and we do a really good job of that here at Grady Center. All right, just about out of time here today, but anything else you want to share about your program before we wrap up today? Just can't thank the community enough. Um, also want to thank you, John, for all you guys' support, um, you know, just highlighting our kids, um, on, you know, whether it's uh, interviewing our guys or whether it's covering our games, um, talking to me about how we can promote our program. Just, just can't say enough about what you do for our kids here in our area and also just our fans as well um and um you know just we've had we had a really good season and uh, hopefully we can build off of it and make it a better one next year and uh thanks for everyone and grow spartans all right granny center boys basketball coach brent thorne thanks for the time coach and uh have a great off season thanks john more is coming up next on the brothers market coaches show it's a tournament of savings at Brothers Market in Parkersburg this week, especially if you have the mobile app. Their app sale items include Hunt's Pasta Sauce for just 49 cents when you show the mobile app at checkout. They also have Best Choice Pasta for 99 cents and King's Hawaiian Dinner Rolls for $2.99 if you have that mobile app at checkout on your phone. Many other specials around the store this week, so come shop the Tournament of Savings at Brothers Market. They are on Highway 175 in Grundy Center and Highway 57 in Parkersburg. It's Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by South Harden Boys Basketball Coach John Phillips as we are recapping the 2022-23 season. Coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time here. Uh, it ends up being a 14-10 and 10 regular season um, where you went 4-4 four and four in the NICL West. Uh, but let's uh, just go back and talk about the, the run of the postseason here a little bit. Uh, a couple wins over Colfax, Mingo, and then Iowa Falls, Alden, before ultimately uh, falling to a rolling, a rolling story team that's playing next week in the state tournament. Um, what can you say about uh, what your team was able to uh, do in the postseason, you know, and then ultimately uh, coming up short there in the end? I felt like we played our best basketball uh, in the postseason. Uh, really started gelling together. Uh, playing team basketball on both ends of the floor. We uh, gave Roland Story everything they wanted. Um, all the way up right up to that three-minute mark. Made some vilified uh, decisions, but boys played really hard. Played their best game of the season, and, and you can't ask for any more. Yeah, so let's uh, kind of talk a big picture about your team here this season. Um, it's kind of crazy. You had uh, five players all averaging in in uh, double figures. Um, can you can you talk about your what your offense looked like here this season, and you know how how you got it to be that you know you had uh, you know all five of your starters averaging in in double figures? Just selfless basketball, uh, trying to make the right play, not worrying about uh, we call them me numbers. It's all about me, but it's about the team. The boys adapt to that pretty much all year long. Uh, making sure they're making that extra pass, uh, 
and not trying to force uh, bad shots. But the boys did an excellent job there. Uh, senior leadership was a key, a huge, huge part of our success. Um, not going to be able to replace those seniors. Pass off to them all the four years that they gave us, especially the uh, past two and three years for a lot of them. Um, so proud of them, what they were able to accomplish uh, there in their senior season. Uh, hopefully they set that tone for the underclassmen and they uh, keep the ball rolling. Yeah, so let's uh, if you if we could talk about some of your key contributors here a little bit. Uh, obviously, Jake Teske uh, ends up being your leading scorer with 12.9 points per game on the season. Uh, you know, then you got a guy like uh, Colton McDonald. He ends up being the uh, rebounding leader with uh, just over seven per game, and then a 10 per game as well. So uh, pretty good averages there. But uh, can you talk about kind of some of your uh, key contributors uh, in the lineup here throughout the season? Yeah, Jake Teske and Lane Lucan are some of the best shooters in the conference. Uh, Maverly had a great season this year. Uh, Ryan Walter, uh, he's kind of our all-around utility guy. If I needed to play point guard or shooting guard, he can do that. I also had him down um, on the block guarding the, the other team's big. Um, and also had him down on the block on the offensive end as well. You had Dallas Jones and uh, coming off the bench. Did a great job, giving us great minutes, giving us spark. Josh Vanderwilt came in, uh, especially toward the end of the season, hit some huge shots, got some big rebounds, and, and was a really physical defender. Uh, Mikhail McGonigal can't leave him out. Extremely uh, quick guard that got our offense going, uh, made some great reads and plays down the stretch. Huge free free throws and one really big shot. Uh, three-point shot against Dyke and Hartford that uh, we went to overtime and he was able to hit that big three and then knock the free throws down to get us to win. So all those boys played extremely well all season long. Really proud of them. Um, like I said before, they're going to be hard to replace, but they set that tone for the underclassmen coming up to try to reach that level and hopefully to take it to the next. Looking back on the season, what would you say are some of the biggest highlights or defining moments of the season? Well, we, we started out pretty hot, and we had a slump. And a lot of teams, when that happens, I feel like you can fall apart. But the boys rallied together, again, with that senior leadership and just dedication and discipline. And we were able to, to get back on track, had some really big wins, played a lot of tough teams. Um, a lot of rated teams fought right up to the end, and I think at the end of the year, uh, beating Iowa Falls was a big victory for us. They got a great team. Uh, South Hamilton was big. Dyke New Hartford was a big win for us. Uh, Denver game uh, that was that was an incredible incredible game, as well as our final game against Roland Story. I thought uh, really showcased our talents and what the boys were capable of doing and how dangerous of a team that they that they are. I'll resume my conversation with South Harden Boys basketball coach John Phillips next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. How does this sound to you? Earn your degree tuition free. That's right. At Ellsworth Community College, you can enroll in one of their many last dollar scholarship programs and have the cost of your tuition covered by the state of Iowa. Earn your degree tuition free and create your experience at Ellsworth Community College in Iowa Falls. 
Call 641-648-4611 today or visit ellsworthcollege.com to learn more. Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank and Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank and Trust is leading the way. Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank and Trust, member FDIC, Equal Housing Work. An hour is in my conversation with South Harden Boys basketball coach John Phillips on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Take a look at the all-conference lists here. Uh, you had Ryan Walters uh, on the first team. Uh, second team, you had Jake Teske and Lane Lucan, and then honorable mention, you had Mikhail McGonigal. So uh, you've talked a little bit about those guys all, already, but um, what can you say about your team's all-conference selections here this year? Yeah, Ryan, again, is just such an all-around good athlete. Uh, he's able to guard uh, one through five in our conference. He did an excellent job uh, night in and night out being able to handle the ball, you know, playing the wing or down low on offense. He's a great uh, leader as a, a vocal leader on the team. Uh, Jake Teske uh, easily could have been first team, uh, shot the ball extremely well. That's a really big game. You know, you make seven, eight threes, uh, uh, five to eight threes in the first half of the game or second half. Uh, that's playing at a high level of basketball. Lane Lucan same thing. It's not a really tough shot. Taking it to the hoop and facilitating and playing really good defense. Um, Kill McGonagall setting that zone early in a lot of the games and being able to finish late. He did a he did an excellent job running point guards this year for our team. And defensively, he could really get locked in and cause a lot of problems. And, we, and then I about uh, Cole McDonald. He could easily have been all-conference on there as well. Uh, just a great all-around team effort. And instead of taking it on themselves to get their numbers up, they were making those extra passes because a lot of those kids could have had higher numbers. But they were playing team basketball, proud of that, for that mindset, and the team first was and so you ha ended up having uh, six seniors on your roster this year. So that's a that's a good portion of it that you're uh, saying goodbye to at the end of the at the end of the year here. But um, uh, again, what what can you say about uh, your senior class and uh, how they were able to really help this program take a take a step forward here this year? Yeah, my second year being with this with uh, those that group, they were juniors last year. Um, just the tenacity that they were able to never give up and. Uh, the discipline that they had, and playing team basketball. Can't, I can't say that enough. It's difficult at any level of basketball, but being able to make that extra pass or being where you're supposed to be on defense, on the weak side, uh, taking that challenge night in and night out. We were undersized on pretty much uh, all of our games, but these boys were able to work together on the defense end as well as offensively. And, and compete and get some really big victories this year. Can't say enough of them. Proud of them. Hate to see them. Hate to see them go. And I'm extremely, and I'm extremely happy to be their coach and honored. 
And uh, some of the unsung heroes of a program can definitely be the uh, assistant coaches. So I'll give you a chance to uh, recognize your staff and, you know, uh, how important and what they were able to bring to the program here this year. Yeah, Richard Jetsky, he sets the tone on defense and uh, a lot of our drills and practice and as well as overflowed in the game. He is an excellent coach, uh, leader, high moral value uh, type guy, no nonsense. He did a great job setting that tone. Marco Balderas, he did a great job. Excellent, excellent player. And as we all know, sometimes excellent players don't always make excellent coaches. In this case, uh, Marco brought it every single day, was able to uh, do a lot of great drills and practice. And then the mental toughness aspect of it, giving his input to the boys that really looked up to him, he did an excellent job. And then Ryan Lucan, he did a lot of our uh, stat work, and he also helped with uh, preparing for the other team, either getting uh, offense or defense that the other team ran, scout team, getting them prepared uh, for that game. He did, I can't hats off to him, and uh, as well as matchups. We all talked about that. Uh, and adjustments throughout the game. You can have a great – game plan going in but if you can't adjust throughout the game then uh then you're going to struggle and those coaches uh can't say enough they they always were thinking of different things and ideas that uh we were able to adjust to give our team the best possible chance at getting that victory all right and then uh when it comes to uh this upcoming uh, off season uh what are kind of your general expectations for you guys to make sure that um, you know, you're, you're full speed ahead once November rolls around again. Yeah, we got a lot of underclassmen coming up. They're going to be playing some really big minutes um, next year. So this offseason is really huge for South Arden program, and I think the underclassmen is ready to take on that challenge. They saw what the seniors did and the hard work that they needed to do in order to have a successful season. So we have a lot of um, team camps and individual camps coming up. And I can't wait to, to see and, and start starting up, uh, seeing what the underclassmen can do. All right, just about out of time here, but anything else you want to share your pro about your program before we wrap up here today? Just again to reiterate, thanks to the seniors. Uh, so proud of them. Wish them the best in the future. I know a few of them have um, some athletic scholarships going forward. And just appreciate everything that they've done for the program and uh, then I'm going to miss being their coach. All right, South Hard Boys basketball coach John Phillips. Appreciate the time, coach, and best of luck here in the offseason. I appreciate it. Thank you. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Clarksville Boys basketball coach Eric Crandall as uh, we're recapping the 2022-23 season. Coach, before we uh, talk about the season as a whole here, let's go back to this past Monday night, a trip over to Delhi to take on Maquoketa Valley in the first round of the postseason. You end up falling a 65-36. to Can you go back and recap this one? It looks like a, kind of a fast start for Maquoketa Valley, and you guys only held uh, you know three points in that first quarter there. It was a it was a tough night. We uh, we turned the ball over eleven times in the first quarter. Um, we just couldn't, you know, we couldn't relax. I think we were we were out of the combination nervous but excited to play and and wanted to come out and match energy with them. And and we were throwing the ball around uncharacteristically. And it took about five minutes into the game before we even got our third shot attempt. I think I was just doing the stats and 
Um, yeah, turnovers were definitely a big factor, and they've got, you know, they they play about six guys that are all capable of shooting the three, and their point guard is is a very very good ball handler and and uh, created some space for himself and got himself shots and his teammates open. And you know, when we did get shots, um, we did have a a slow start anyway, but then we did make a nice little run in the second quarter. But uh, overall, it was uh, tough to keep up with them and. For the whole game, you know, turnovers were a problem, but we did have a lot of guys that that uh, did keep playing through some early struggles, and uh, we had a pretty long stretch of the game after the you know fell behind. We did have a big stretch where uh, we played them even for roughly two and a half quarters. It was just it was just too much of a tough start to overcome, and um, you know, credit to them, they went on and, and won another game here on on Thursday, so they they're still advancing. But um, yeah, it was it was a tough way to end the season, but. You know, uh, proud of the guys for at least at least fighting that night and trying to overcome the slow start. Yeah, so big picture, you end up finishing the season nine and thirteen overall. Huge turnaround from uh, last year uh, on one of the best seasons, really, for Clarksville boys basketball uh, here in uh, in the recent history. Um, what what do you think were some of the biggest factors in you know this nine and thirteen season and helping get this program turned around? There was a lot of continuity. We had several players that. Uh, we're back for, I guess, their third season with me and, um, you know, our second or third season. And, and we grew up together a little bit. We had, we had good new leadership. Um, guys played together in the off season and, and got better physically in the weight room and um, had some success in football and uh, helped help build some confidence and helped, helped them think that, you know, they had every reason to, to belong on the court with everybody we were playing, and, and they absolutely do. So... Uh, just a part of it was a confidence thing, part of it was continuity, and um, guys just proving. Uh, certainly, they worked hard, and and uh, we're able to take some very good steps for the program. And hopefully, now that you know one senior class has graduated, but hopefully, we can still keep it going and, and keep building on it. Yeah, and so uh, just looking at your schedule here, this is something we talked about here a few weeks ago. But you started with uh, quite a few win- quite a few of the wins uh, happening in the early part of the season, and then you know toward the later end of January and into the, the the February games, you know it was a lot more of the losses. But that you had said that maybe that was kind of more of a result of your uh, strength of schedule. But uh, I mean, either way, you were still hanging pretty close with some of those better teams on your schedule. Um, can you just talk about kind of that aspect of your season and kind of your your strength of schedule and how it ended up kind of resulting in an unbalanced type of season there yeah um we had some games that you know we played we played some different teams in the first part but you know in our conference schedule four and two in the first half and two and four in the second half um we were able to beat Janesville and Chipola the first time around at home and then uh had tough losses to them on the road and we had a we had a few you know bumps and bruises injuries along the second half of the season they all kind of seemed to happen then and, and people keep being sick and um and whatnot but overall i think uh our shooting um cooled off a little bit in the second half i don't know if it was just results of a long season i know obviously the teams that were playing us again or, or playing us for the first time were definitely probably seeing our early results and knew that they'd take us a little more seriously than in the past so they might have spent a little more time scouting and trying to take away what we were trying to do best but uh you know, it was it was a it was a frustrating part of the season in January, especially. But um, just the way that the guys kept coming to practice and and listening and working and trying to get better and and you know stay together as a team, and we were able to pull out one of our wins on senior night. So that was that was a good way to send uh, those guys out. But um, 
it was a it was a kind of a backward season in a way. I mean, you like to play your best basketball at the end of the year, and um, I thought we were playing well, but you know our opponents probably took maybe bigger steps during the year than we did, and maybe we we peaked a little early. But uh, to come out of the gates like we did certainly shows that we have you know some ability in the program, and um, the guys were buying in especially and and playing with a lot of confidence and energy at that point, and uh, hopefully we can keep it going through a full season through you know full 32 minute games that was one thing that we talked about a lot was we play well for stretches of two three quarters in games and some games we didn't have it for all four so uh, we just got to keep building our depth and keep building uh skill level and and uh physicality so that we can withstand any injuries that come along or or as uh, opponents improve that we keep improving along with them Let's talk about some of your key contributors here this year. You know, a lot of the talk um, throughout the season here has been, you know, the play of uh, your top scorers and Eli Schmidt and Jacob Stauffer, both in double figures, both, you know, shooting over 40% on the season. Uh, those guys, obviously, kind of the, the front runners as far as, uh, you know, the, the accolades and everything. Uh, but then, uh, you know, get lots of other guys that are contributing in the lineup. Can you just talk about uh, some of the, you know, biggest impact players throughout this season that uh, kind of led the way for your program? Yeah, Eli and Jake, certainly, you know, they were two of the guys that have been basically starters since day one that I've been there. And, um, you know, Jake was a senior finishing off a, a very strong career. He had some, some big personal numbers, that uh, achievements that he accomplished this year and proud to send him out with some with some good memories senior year with some more wins and stuff. Um, and certainly Eli, you know, come back for another year and he's he's up there and scoring already for as far as like the school school years go so see what he can do his senior year and there's a lot of leadership that does fall on those guys um or did fall on those guys and, and we'll continue to with Eli moving forward but uh our other seniors Levi Campman and Connor Stone in the starting lineup and Brent Reince and uh Ethan Myers off the bench they they were constants I mean they were they were very positive they were supportive um they worked hard Levi and Connor you know started every game this year and showed a lot of improvements over last year. Uh, Sam Hooger and Rex Ross also uh, started between them. One of the other guy basically started every game this year. And uh, Sam did come off the bench late in the year and actually uh, kind of thrived in that role, started hitting double figures pretty consistently. And um, he's a key guy for us going forward, and Rex is too. So it was, uh, you know, played mostly maybe seven top guys, but contributions from top to bottom um you know we, we dressed 14 by the end of the year and some guys that just played jv but everybody contributed and the guys that, that earned varsity spots during the year um certainly excited about working them with them more in the future so uh, i like the way we're going um the guys this year did a very good thing you know moving moving the program forward and getting getting some accolades and getting some notice around the conference we had a lot of a lot of respect from the other coaches at the all-conference meeting last week so uh, that was nice to see and so you know they they see what the progress we've made and and there is a lot of talent leaving the conference through graduation this year so you know i think the conference might be a little more open next year so we'll see we'll see where we stack up in there but i'm um, just looking forward to to the continued work that these guys have put in and can and thankful for the work that the seniors have put in for me I'll resume my conversation with Clarksville Boys basketball coach Eric Crandall next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
Double dip, double down, double check. There are a lot of phrases with the word double. And at Butler Bremer Communications, they have doubled their internet. If you live in Clarksville, Plainfield, and other service areas, internet speeds from Butler Bremer have doubled. Even better, there is no rate change on their two main plans. The 25 meg plan now gives you 50 meg speed, and 50 meg is now 100. It's double the download, double the upload, and double the speed for the same price. They even have faster plans available, so contact Butler Bremer Communications at 319-267-4458 or check out butler-bremer.com and double up today. Farming isn't just your livelihood, it's your life. No one understands that better than Farm Bureau Financial Services. We offer comprehensive coverage that protects your farm or ranch, machinery, livestock, and so much more. You'll get customized coverage and policy with one premium and one deductible when you need it most. Contact Farm Bureau agent Dave Eberlein in Clarksville and learn more about smarter insurance for agriculture. Call 319-278-1144. Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Western Agricultural Insurance Company. I now resume my conversation with Clarksville boys basketball coach Eric Crandall on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Looking back at the season, what would you say would uh, were some of the biggest moments or biggest highlights of the season? Uh, just, you know, just the growth, basically, that the team, the confidence the team played with, uh, we had good chemistry. Um, guys seem to seem to enjoy playing a game with each other, and um, and that's that's very important, especially you know the second half of the year we had some some tough stretch results wise, but the guys kind of stuck together and um, it helps. It's a it's a smaller school, and think, you know everybody's everybody bands together and and competes in other sports and does other things, you know year round basically for their whole high school career and, and before that so um it's a pretty tight-knit group um that was fun to see uh specific games i mean we, we played really well uh in some games early in the year especially but like the janesville game was probably one of our better ones but senior night winning uh playing Sanger and having a nice nice game there and a really really good crowd that was fun um i know at senior night they a lot of the top memories that the guys had when that, that was announced was was getting a sweep of Don Bosco this year. So that meant a lot of this. That's a program that's kind of had our number in the past. So our guys, you know, know a little bit about the history and and uh, enjoy stepping up and meeting that challenge. So just, I think, for the most part, I think the players that, you know, would hopefully say they had a, a positive positive year and, and, and gained something from it. So, you know, wins and losses are great, but uh, just the memories that hopefully they take forward and, and – uh, seeing what what the work entails that to be successful and and taking that with them into next season or into other ventures is is always important too you bet so you ended up having the the five seniors on your roster here this season you touched on them a little bit earlier but uh if you could just maybe you know uh highlight your your seniors and you know being able to help uh, turn this program around and you know provide that that great leadership you know uh, especially you know being the guys that have you know put in the all the all this work and even you know they've gone from kind of the lowest to the lowest here to you know uh turning the program around in a big way yeah um i mean i think i just say jake stoffer was was kind of our heart and soul this year i mean he he really we really definitely played you know as long as he played um just excellent leader great work ethic on the court and um and you know just just outstanding year in football and, and carried over to basketball. He had his best year in basketball and set 
lot of career highs on the court too. So uh, Levi Kingman has just been um, an excellent positive leader basically from day one that I, I came into the program. You know, he was a sophomore when I met him going into an open gym in the in the fall and uh, he's just been, he'd come to work every day and has really improved uh, both as a leader and as a player um, and just a great uh, influence and always keeps the younger guys going very positive and, and a big help to the coaching staff that way. Uh, Connor Sassone came in uh, last year as a junior and came off the bench for us last year and like I said started every game this year and he's definitely a guy that uh, keeps everybody loose and uh, great for team chemistry and, and works hard and has a lot of skill and you know basketball may not necessarily be his number one thing but uh, it's hard to be hard to believe that if you see that some of the games that he played how well he played at times and um, like I said Ethan Myers off the bench and Brent Reince, um you know, same same thing. Met them when they were sophomores, and and they've uh, you know stuck with the program, which says a lot. And uh, maybe not gotten the minutes that they wanted to, but always helped their teammates. Always came to practice, worked hard, um, try to take advantage of the opportunities when they came. And uh, just it takes everybody to to build a program up. Like you know, the starting five practices against you know five other guys at times in practice and. So you need everybody. So uh, very proud of the group, very proud of the, the character of the guys. And uh, like I said, to stick with, you know, first year we didn't win a game. Last year we won two. Just, you know, it's, it's, that's not as fun as, you know, winning half your games or close to half your games like this year. But but they just kept going, and, and that means a lot to me. And uh, I appreciate them very much. And hopefully uh, if they ever need something from me, they won't hesitate to reach out in the future. And for the guys that will be coming back the next year, um, when it comes to this off season, uh, what are kind of your some of your general expectations there to you know make sure the guys are um, you know firing on all cylinders and ready to roll once once next season rolls around? We've had uh, some good relationships with other other schools in the past where you know we're invited to spring leagues and and summer stuff and um, and we'll have open gyms and we'll have uh, you know summer camp and stuff. So and some of the guys go to individual camps. I know, but um, a lot of these guys, basketball is is one of their main things, and so I know they're going to continue to work hard. I think, I think our freshmen, especially, we had five freshmen that primarily play JV, but uh, I think them seeing the results of the work that the that the older group has put in um, will do nothing but help because those those five freshmen are going to be counted on a lot next year to help replace some of what we lose on the court and with leadership. Um, we've got some, we've got a good big junior class coming back, and then uh, we got three sophomores this year that I expect will take steps up and and uh, help things go forward next year too. So a lot of work to be done. Um, certainly, there's a ton of areas that we can improve in, and uh, playing basketball together is is always a good thing, helping with that. But um, these guys are are very positive and and work hard, and like I said, good chemistry. So. Uh, it's just exciting to see what what could be and and hopefully what does become of of Clarksville basketball. Well, coach, we're just about out of time here, but anything else that you'd like to share? Anything that I uh, didn't think to ask before we wrap up here today? Um, just big big thank you to our fans. Big thank you to our parents, um, the assistant coaches, uh, Ethan Schmidt and Mallory Hoodrew did a great job all year. Uh, Mallory also coaching the junior high and Ethan coaching the JV, and they're both helping with varsity. So. 
uh, very busy schedules for them, but uh, they they were awesome to work with and to see them work with the players is is very encouraging too. And and then uh, thank you for to my wife for basically being a single parent for the basketball season with our two young kids. But um, she took care of so much for me at home, and uh, thanks to you for your coverage of us and and the coaches shows. I really appreciate it and glad to be a part of it. All right, Clarksville boys basketball coach Eric Randall. Appreciate the time, coach, and uh, have a great offseason. Thanks, John. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Are you a food fan? Who's not a fan of food, especially at great prices when you buy your groceries at Brothers Market in Parkersburg from the meat department this week? Boneless, skinless chicken breast, just $1.99 a pound. Brothers Market has Oscar Mayer hot dogs for $2.99 and Big Buy Bacon, also $2.99, and Betty Crocker potatoes, two boxes for $3. Many other specials around the store, so come and shop Brothers Market food fans and get big food savings on your groceries. Brothers Market, Parkersburg, and Grundy Center, where they treat you like family. That's it for this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show and the final edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show for the basketball season. If you missed any of today's program, you can find it on demand at RadioOnTheGo.com. Next Saturday at 10 o'clock a.m., a new program will be starting up, the Brothers Market Sports Beat. It'll feature areas with local coaches and student-athletes who are making news, as we'll be rolling with spring sports in not too long. That's coming up next Saturday at 10 o'clock a.m. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Mowinkle for Radio On The Go Sports. been listening to the brothers market coaches corner now checked out for this saturday if you missed today's program listen to the podcast under the sports tab at radio on the go.com tune in again next saturday at 10 a.m as we bag up another order from our area coaches on the brothers market coaches corner on 98.9 kqcr parkersburg and remember for groceries this weekend shop brothers market parkersburg and grundy center and make sure to download their free mobile app for exclusive specials Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. You are listening to 98.9 KQ.